This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, ho, 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 and welcome. To the Blue Monday podcast covering Ipswich Town since 2015. I'm Richard Woodard and you're tuned into a live Ipswich Town Q&A, the show where you set the agenda available every week on podcast, audio and video. Joining me for, we'll see how long this lasts, a, f- a good period of time of a reverent but hopefully informative Ipswich Town chat, Seb Brown and David Diamond. Gentlemen, how are you? Merry almost Christmas. Happy Christmas Eve Eve. Seb, how are you? Merry Christmas. I'm good. Thanks, mate. The uh, the fridge is bursting. The alcohol cupboard is full. I, I can't possibly fit any more Christmas food or drink in the house. I'm ready for the big day now. Mission accomplished. Dave, yeah. how are you? Yeah, pretty pretty good. Thanks, Rich. Yeah, likewise, really. Got a house full? Yeah, likewise. Yeah, for, uh, yeah house, full of, house full of food and drink and what, for like two days? Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Don't have to go anywhere now, I mean, do we? Got to count New Year as well, I suppose. So, yeah, yeah. Looking, forward, looking forward to it now. All the prep done. Yep, just the annoying bits like wrapping presents and all that kind of stuff, which I always leave right to the last minute. So we'll talk about anything tonight. I mean, um, I'm not expecting it to be bumper numbers. There's not a huge amount of excitement given Gillingham isn't happening on Boxing Day (laughs) now. But we're happy to talk about Kieran McKenna and his first few days in the job. We're happy to talk about EFL postponements. We're happy to talk about... Um, Christmas wrapping technique, um, whatever you guys want. Um, we want to hear from you in the chat. Um, get in there and say hello um, and um, shout any Ipswich Town stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll happily chat. Um, Charlie, evening to you. Um, Nick's happy. I can make Gilliam now. The game's been moved to the 8th of January. Um, it is rare, guys, that there is some serendipity when it comes to match post moments. Both Ipswich and Gilliam are out of the FA Cup and that weekend now is going to be full of a league fixture, which is convenient, isn't it, for once? Administrators doing their job, guys. Yeah, and good that it's a Saturday as well, because it would have been, a, you know, if it gets rearranged to a Tuesday night, you lose some numbers with the away fans, don't you? It would have been, that terrace would have been sold out, I'm guessing, on Boxing Day. So, please, it's a Saturday and the vast majority of guys can get down there again. Yep. Um, evening to FPL Tractor. Um, good rate to have you with us. Jules and his old mucker DD. That's what we Jules. want. Jules. Evening How are you, mate? Jules. Good to hear from you, buddy. Evening to James, competition winner, James, no less. Has oh, got yeah. a Christmas book of um, cool. uh, Paul Mariner book, which I'm about two thirds of the way through at the moment and can highly recommend it. It used to be over my shoulder. It is not anymore. I need to find something else to fill that gap. But I can heartily recommend that. And also, I'm almost 95% certain um, we will do this book club podcast, guys, that we've been... <laughs> Thinking about doing for absolute forever. I've no idea how it's going to work. I think, but we've, been, I think we've been threatening it since the days of Harry, haven't we? We have. It was going to yeah. be. I, I even did an intro for it, guys. 
very classy kind of jazz number. Um, and let me see if I can dig that out because I mean, this... although, although I always thought Harry was at a certain advantage over us. Really. Oh, having read <laughs> every his, single his own bookshop. <laughs> yeah, every single football book ever written. Yeah. Um, so I think the gist of it is, I think we'd quite like to find a book that everyone's read, and I think the Mariner book. Um, makes sense and lots of great revelations in there if you haven't um, if you don't know what it's about our interview with Mark Donaldson is still available um, and he I mean he gives away a large chunk of really good stuff in there and um, there's a really excellent anecdote about um, uh, a move to Barcelona which was new to me um, stuff about agitating for a move with Walkie um, but just lots of anecdotes about um, his off the field stuff with Ian Gillen from Deep Purple and um, all that kind of stuff. So um, fascinating for Ipswich Town fans, fascinating for anyone who's a fan of kind of that era of music as well. So I um, hearty recommend that. And I think what we'll try and do is give everyone advance notice of that we're doing it and then we'll discuss it. And I think Mark's offered to come back on as well and talk us through it. I can't find oh, wow. the Harry Book Club intro, unfortunately, I'm afraid. Otherwise, I'd put it on the screen. But anyway, so yeah, Mark's offered to come along and do that. So, um, and if you've got any other ideas for Ipswich Town or other football books, um, then let us know, guys. What's your go-to when it comes to football oh, books? Oh, so many, there's so many, isn't there? Um, I've read a few in recent years. I've read a, I've read a few. There's a really good one by there was. There's two I've read in recent years. I say in recent years, in the last three or four years, there was one um, about the kid. Um, I think his name was Adrian Adrian Doherty at Man U, who was supposed to be better than Giggs. Um, Irish lad, came over, was an absolute star. Um, yeah, and was supposed to be even better than Giggs. I think it was in the intake, maybe before Giggs, I think. Um, and it's just a story about his life. So tragic, he got injured, bad injuries, and his life just basically spiralled, really. He was a really interesting character. He was into music and stuff like that. And even when he was at Man U, you know, on the verge of the first team, he'd still go out on the streets in Manchester busking with his guitar and stuff like that. Really sad, really sad. Um, was found dead at age of something like 29 in a canal in Amsterdam. Oh, wow. It's a hell of a story. Brilliant, brilliant book. And there's another one by Paul Ferris of Newcastle. Called, it's called, and again, similar sort of thing, actually. It's called The Boy on the Shed. And it's about him again. He um, um, came over to came over to um, England to Newcastle from Northern Ireland. Pretty much established himself in the first team round about the time of Gaza, I think, round about that time. And again, got injuries and stuff like that. It's a really, really good book. Yeah, excellent book. Cool. Yeah, and all the Ipswich you... ones. I mean, yeah, I and mean, I was going to mention Sir Bob's, and yeah. I haven't really finished. I haven't finished Kieran Dyes yet. I need to, really need to do that one. Really good. Um, Seb, have you got any go to? K- Kieran's is excellent, isn't it? I recently yeah, read really it probably, probably in the last sort of six months or so um, during lockdown weekends. That's a, a really really good good yeah. read. And what I'm, I'm also doing, I'm, my my mum's moving house, so I'm finding all my old Ipswich books from sort yeah. of the turn of the century. So I've got the TWTD one that you know Phil Ham wrote about Phil our Hamm's. promotion. Yeah, oh, and yes, I've got the um, yeah. I've got the Matt Holland one. You know, is it Diary of a Tractor Boy, which he signed and stuff. So I keep coming across all these books in in boxes, and because it's been 20 years since I've read them, I'm just bringing them all back and reading them again. So it's brilliant. Relive it, yeah. relive it all again. I'm just looking at sum up there. I still think my favourite ever Ipswich, other than the Robson books, which are just brilliant, but is that the football in Gentry with about the Cobble yes. brothers by Brian yeah. Stubble. It's just such a good. As is Mel Henderson's book about John Cobble. It's but... that. Yeah, that's the book. There it is, the football Gentry. You, I can't see it. My camera's not good enough. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As is so. Uh, yeah, all, all, everyone a good. Everyone a good read, really. Yeah, so we'll we'll get that sorted in the new year. Um, Jules is looking forward to it. He wants it to replace Room 101, Seb. <laughs> well, it might well do if we keep running out of things to say. I mean, last yeah. week's was a pretty poor effort, wasn't it? I still oh, beat I've got to confess, but... guys, I missed last week. What what was what was what got in there oh, last week? It was a week? shocker. It was so I bad last it. week. Are you scraping put, the proverbial put, barrel, are you now? I put a nil-nil option up as well, because I just thought... Oh. I'm, but that was probably more of an indictment on my... Go on, Seb. You, you actually did a decent one. Well, I, I, I was at Anfield the night before, so I did people that sort of get up sort of six, seven minutes before the end of the game and sort of go to leave, and then mm. something will happen on the pitch, and they'll just stand in front of you and block your view <laughs> and linger on the aisle. Yeah, that's and a stuff. good one. So yeah. I went for that, and Rich did something to do with betting. I, I, I'm just a bit annoyed that the the our new manager betting odds, someone stuck 
10 quid on John Terry and suddenly went from 20 to 1 to 2 to 1 because it's oh, just a yeah, stupid yeah. market. It's just, yeah. there's no point yeah. in running it. And yeah, then obviously Kieran McKinnon was never on there at all, I don't think. No. So I was just did kind he, of... Did, did he not appear really, really late in the day and you could have gone 4 to 1 or something? Was that right? Was that right? Did I see somewhere? I, I don't even know if that, that was right. I don't know. Oh, when the fun stops, stop. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, so that's the same one, that one, unsurprisingly. <laughs> so we're, actually, it's, we're going into the new year. We are on level pegging at the top seven. I um, only because we've done the most of them rather than. Craig, I think he's still the overall Craig, winner, isn't he? Craig's 100%. one for one point per what game. Was, what was Craig's now? Oh, um, he did the think... sign for people asking for shirts. Oh, yes. and then yeah, that would have been, been asking up. for refunds. That'd have been up well. there. That still goes. I saw. Um, I saw Edmondson give his shirt away Saturday to someone in the front of um, the front of uh, of Sir Alfie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair play to him. He also did um, printing tickets at home and paying a booking fee for the privilege. But then he doubled it up with print at home as well. So there's games going on there with Craig. He might make an appearance. He threatened it, but... I mean, I keep slagging him off when it comes to everyone else. I might, <laughs> I might not let him join the broadcast. I felt for you today. You were like herding cats, weren't you, today? That was quite fun. So, so for the people out there, I kind of do a shout out for who's available this week. And, and I get, oh, I'm, I can do Wednesday, but not Thursday. I could, I, I could maybe stand in. And then Dave's in there like a ninja, like, I'm around. I'm around. That's great. And then and we were going to do a pre-match kind of hybrid oh, show. Yeah. And then all the yeah. games cancelled. So Seb was around for that. And then yeah. this morning I put the tweet out and announced Joe. And he's obviously not here because he's unavailable. And I've just not been reading messages. Well, Joe's got, Joe's got two very, very excited uh, sons, hasn't he? No doubt. I mean, they're at that perfect Christmas age, aren't they? Well, they're about five and three, aren't they? Goodness They'll me. They'll be getting um, must be yeah, a manic of... round at the fair's gaff. Old Planet Blues are probably good money out of the Fairs family this, this Christmas, <laughs> yeah. hasn't it? Um, we want to hear from you, obviously. We, we, are, we are aware you are out there. We want questions. We want football book recommendations. Um, we want, I don't know, give us your Room 101 bets. It's a, it's a tricky one when you think about it. Um, even into um, MW. Um, here we go. A question we can sink our teeth into, guys. Um, from FBL Tractor. Hello to FBL Tractor. Um, do you think the Jules game being called off is good, as in extra prep time with new coach, or bad? Loss of impetus after a decent Sunderland effort, guys. Um, who wants to take that one? I'd have, I'd have liked to play it personally, given the run Gillingham are on. You know, they've lost five on the bounce. They, they're not in good form at all. And I think, you know, uh, it's going to be a very much welcome to League One game now, isn't it, for Kieran McKenna with, with Wickham at home. So I would have, I'd have liked to have played it personally to try and build some momentum and some confidence going into the two tougher home games. Dave? Yeah, definitely. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a shame. No doubt the players are very happy about it. But yeah, it is, it is a shame. Because um, I think we can certainly, as we said on the pod on Sunday, we can take something out of that out of that Sunderland game. It was a you know decent performance, and I think the um, the formation the formation looked really good. And as the Seb said, you know, Gillingham on a horrendous run of form. So yeah, um, just a shame, really. Evans out. That's what we want. That's and the hashtag, hopes. isn't it? I mean, we're yeah. saying that Wickham are also. I mean, there's not many games left at the moment. Um, as things stand, this is the situation in League One with. Um, a load of games. If I remove the banner as well very quickly, then we can see Wickham at the bottom there, postponed with Cambridge. So it's not as if we get a competitive advantage off of Wickham because right. um, they're still, um, their match is postponed. Um, what's left? Accrington, Rotherham, Cheltenham, Plymouth, Fleetwood, Shrewsbury, Lincoln, MK. Um, how do we think that will look uh, by the 26th, guys? Surely it feels like dominoes at the moment. They'll, yeah. The rest of those will fall as well, do we think? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised, would you? And I mean, even when is the Wickham game next Wednesday? Is it so less than a week yeah. away? 29th. Yeah, it's all a little bit, yeah, yeah, crazy, be, yeah, at the very much at this stage. Um, yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed anyway because Wickham's a pack up PR game, isn't it? And you wouldn't yeah. want them to be forced good, to play behind closed doors. 25, was it? I thought it was 25 and a half or something so far. Yeah, yeah I thought the Sunderland game would be the peak and then you know things might start to die down a little bit, but there, that's superb numbers. A little bit of money for us as well. When you you think of Wickham and the fan base with Sunderland, I mean, obviously Sunderland would always sell their tickets. It's probably, you know, town fans are probably sold just as many. Yeah. Not too far short. So it'd be a shame for the club and all of that situation if if Wickham is forced to play behind closed doors. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. The other thing I I, want to hear from folk is um, with no football on boxing, though, what ITFC-related activity might you get up to or football-related activity might you be getting up to instead? I'm kind of like thinking we should 
if if the club were smart, they'd find a way to upload a season review of I don't know ninety one ninety two or ninety nine two thousand or something like that, and do a live simulcast and stream it, and we can all chat about it. But um, so maybe what Escape to Victory is the best thing I've heard. So Escape to Victory is is the is the benchmark. Um, I'm, this is turning into a very Partridge-esque show now, isn't it? But what are you <laughs> doing on Boxing Day? Are you going to be playing your ITFC manager 2003, 2004? Oh, I saw that. that. Working I saw again. that. It's got, to yeah. be a bit, it's got to be a bit clunky, isn't it, Rich? Oh, it's shocking. It is absolutely <laughs> diabolical. Um, let me see if I can restore. Because I've, I've binned it all. So I, for folk who are the uninitiated, um, Ipswich Town released their own manager football game in 2003, 2004. Um, and there we go. Let me res- let me um, put that in there. And effectively, it's 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 a knockoff of Football Manager or Championship Manager, um, but it is really really poor. And the the only thing going for it is you get the licensed, um, the badges and 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 oh, there you go. Oh, um, you get the badges and yeah, pictures of the players. So when a match kicks off, um, all you see is a text commentary and a picture of the player comes up. It's very low rent, but it's licensed and it's, you know, um, so maybe I'll do a, I'll, I'll do a live cast of me playing Ipswich Town football manager or whatever it is. Has That's... it got the old, um, do you remember the original internet dial up? Has it got, has it got a bit of that on there? <laughs> no. It's uh, got uh, live it's commentary. Proper authentic. It, it's a proper commentator. Who's, do you know this, the, the commentator on FIFA 21, Seb, or is it FIFA 20? Yeah, it is the Scottish guy. Do you remember, do you know who it is? No. No. Maybe I think it's him, it. but it's back in 2003. Anyway, there you go. Oh, okay. So I might I might do something about that at some point in the next few weeks just to give me something to do when I'm not at work. Let's head back to the comments. We want to hear from you, as we said. Um, good day to Ben oh. uh, from a not-so-sunny, but rather warm Sydney. Oh, oh. oh. bleeds for you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Love the shows. Tough. Have a great Christmas and New Year to you all. Too. Yeah, we quite agree with that, Ben, and to you as well. Um, RJM, love the work, guys. McKenna sounded dull as dishwasher, dishwasher, dishwater. Am I being unfair? Thoughts on that? I think he, I think he is a little bit. I think it's, it was, it's what McKenna said on Monday that I was more interested rather than how, how he, he said, said it, how he sounded. Um, thoughts, guys, Dave? Yeah, exactly right. He's, um, I've, I think I've heard that from the Man U fans as well. That he was a bit, he, he comes across as rather sort of, I don't know, laconic. Is that the word? And a bit sort of, bit, all a bit down, a bit downbeat. I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah, a bit like that, a bit understated maybe. But if that's his, that's his persona. That's his persona. It's not, it's not how he says it. You're quite right. It's what he's got to, uh, what he's got to say, isn't it? Yeah, Seb. I don't really mind it, to be honest. I mean, quite often these press conferences are just the same things <laughs> tried out over and over, aren't they? People tend to say the same kind of things. I, I don't mind if he's like that. We had Paul Cook, who was a larger-than-life character, but couldn't really get things going on the pitch. So if McKenna is the other way around, I've, I've got no problem with that at all, personally. Have you yeah. been practising, Rich? When are you going to uh, make the yeah. debut of it? Have you been practising? Well, I've, I've got my I've got Noi, which is now. Noi. That's Noi. Noi. That's as Noi. much as I can go, but I, I got in trouble. I got in trouble when I started it, and I kind of think it's probably not worth. Yeah, that. You so I kind of... yeah, you got well. There's something to do over Christmas. You can work on your Sarah <laughs> McKenna. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that's my new niche now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, doing that. Yeah, I'm doing management impressions. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but your thoughts generally, guys, on what you had to say? I I tweeted out. I was quite impressed with specifics and clear plans and direction, as opposed to as you were saying, Seb. They're kind of larger than life but cliched nonsense and generalities that don't actually I, I i felt quite patronized at times under cook as if either he didn't think that we were smart enough to know what was going on or b we didn't deserve to lambert certainly and mick as well i picked that up and i didn't get that from mckenna though it might be that mckenna is not media trained yet and in a few months time we might get the generalities and cliches but what he had to say about the style of play and so on that was encouraging right I thought so. And also, you know, he's, he's, he's a different generation to like we've had before. You know, Lambert, Cook, Mick, they're all older school managers who, you know, have been setting their ways for many years now. McKenna is 35, isn't he? Younger than all of us, as much as it pains me to say. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's coming at it from a different angle. And, yeah, I, I really like the specifics regarding formations. I found quite interesting what he said about that kind of stuff. And, um, and, and yeah, I, I'm really encouraged so far, personally. 
Yep. Yeah. Dave, I agree. I, I agree. This is this is the best way we could have gone. You know, I know I was. I said on Sunday, and I was sort of pushing for a someone to come in and with a big hurrah and take us to promotion by the end of the season. Realistically, it's not going to happen. So, to me, this is the this is the best appointment we we could have got. Yep. Um, Les getting frustrated with the cancellations. Have we wow. become complacent? I mean, the, the the issue, I guess, Les, is we're not Premier League for a start, but it's just <laughs> so much of it out there, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah. These guys in League One and EF, even Championship, but certainly League One and League Two guys, as far as I'm aware, don't get kind of protective bubbles and have to go and do the school run and have to go to the shops and all that kind of stuff. And it's... It's just was impossible it, to avoid was it. Was it the moment, last the last mass testing they did in the Premier? Was it ninety players tested positive? Was it was that last week? I think staff, I read. I mean, it's players yeah. and staff. Yeah, one hundred twenty thousand people in the, in the UK with it as of today. Which you know, yeah. that, those odds. You know, there there is yeah, going to be contact with those players at some point. It's just it's like wildfire, isn't it? And like you said, players at our kind of level still have to do normal things. They have to go and do their Christmas shopping at Tesco's and Morrison's and stuff like we all do, you know. So it, it's just out there like wildfire, isn't it? You can you can protect as much yeah. as you want, but it is out there. Oh, it takes a staff member, isn't it? You know, to pick it up from a kid or even yeah. the players. A family member. Kids. Yeah, some, you know, yeah. Player, yeah. family member picks up at school or on the school run or out somewhere and, you know, you can't do anything about it. I'm shocked that so much of the season has been played, not only with full stadiums, but with with no cancellations until right now at the moment. I think they've done really well on that. But I can get the frustration because a lot of people have put their hopes and you know their enjoyment into football and when it's not there we we miss it, don't we? So I can I, I think can I think the I think the big frustration is that everyone's now but well, everyone. Most most of us have been double vaxxed and boosted and that's the I think that's the main frustration, isn't it? With the life in general now really. Yeah. At least we're not Scotland or bloody Wales, for Christ's sake. I mean, good grief. Yeah. No, oh, sorry. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no. You're like border, though. You're border. I never consider you're like borders, aren't you? But, no, or no, are you? No, How no. far are you actually into I'm Wales? I'm about a quarter of a mile over the border. Oh, that's right. I, I can see I the just... border sign from my bedroom window. <laughs> We've had this oh, conversation before. Yeah, oh, I've got to by Welsh Seb rules. So. The f- jumped the fence. He'd, he'd be in England. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't, so he's not. Oh yeah. my um, god, no. We've got football books coming in. Charlie D, great non Ipswich football book, inverting the pyramids. Uh, Jonathan Wilson, deep, yeah, a proper a too, deep dive bit on too tactics. Deep, bit too deep for me, that one. Soconomics yeah, is another that. one as well. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, Pablo Canuga, great book about the Ukrainian side during World War II, which escaped to victories ah. loosely based on. Doesn't have oh. a happy ending, sorry. <laughs> oh. Perhaps we could guess what happened there. No Stallone to uh, no. get the or Russell Osman, yeah. or yeah, or yeah, exactly right. Um, Rodders think we'd have done a number on Gillingham, yeah, guys. Were you confident going to that one? I think you have to yeah, be, yeah, I think so. Uh, the way we played know, against but... Sunderland, you know, we we were we'd really well first half. If we'd have played like that against Gillingham for the first half, I think we'd have been two a couple of goals up, wouldn't we? And then we could have really looked to build something before the Wickham game, yeah. I'm gonna find the um, really, I know that um. Gillingham have had a pretty shocking. They've lost they've... lost five lost five on the bounce and six in all competitions. Every yeah, every time we um, we looked at them, Seb, um, or compared them to another team, there was always this the stats tracking, and Gillingham were always second or third or first on certain metrics. Yeah, they've lost. So they lost. They lost five. Their last five, they've lost. He must be uh, goals he must... for. 18 against 34. Yeah, he, yeah, he must be under a bit of pressure, old. Steve. Steve-O. Any three yeah. wins all season. Um, they lost a couple of players in the summer, didn't they? They lost Jordan Gray and went to Birmingham and he scored a lot of their did, goals last season. And I think did. Jack Bonham, the keeper, went to Stoke as well. Can you tell I did the Gillingham pre-match you research did, didn't before, before it's, the game was called off? It's a striker yeah. still there. He bullied us last year. Who was that? A kindy, wasn't it? No. Was that a kindy, John? Yeah, he's no. He scored two. No, not a kindy. Someone will put it on the chat. He scored two uh, against us last year. Ripped as a new one. Kindy's still there. What was it? Who else is there? Let sure me, it? Wasn't I'm, a I've got the internet open. Go it's on. not helping me. The Dane Oliver? Yes. Carriel's there. Oh, he's still Dane there, Oliver. yeah. But Dane Oliver's Dane six Oliver. goals. Yeah, six goals for the season he's on. There you he, go. He bullied us last year. Absolutely yeah. bullied us there at Priestfield. Um, Nick's will fans in grounds start one to wonder two now. I guess that's about COVID. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not surprised in there, but we'll, we'll see what happens. It might be the stuff is taken out of our hands. How was it, it where, because where I sat Saturday, 
you know, when people were out of their seats and, you know, behind the stand, then it, it was pretty much really well observed, you know, masks and stuff. How about where you were? Uh, it was very quiet, Dave, because I watched it in Amsterdam. So, uh, oh, you watched it in Amsterdam. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah so, uh, got yeah, you. I don't got know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on quickly. Uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas to Anthony. Um, thank you for that. FPL chat to what's our best ever Boxing Day performance? Could we follow that? <sighs> Interesting. Ooh. I'm trying to think. I mean, not of recent years. No, not Can recently. I, I mean, I always remember the the two one on Sky against Leicester in the. Oh, that was good. And two guards so late on, and yeah. Ambrose I think scored. That was right. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty good. decent, if I remember rightly. Um, I always liked that. Was it two all the Premier League season where we finished fifth? We were two 0 down to Chelsea, and yeah, yes. Stewart and Scowcroft score. That was a that was that a pretty was decent good one. shout actually. In that one, yeah, that was in good. recent years. But obviously, I go back as far that we used to play Norwich routinely on Boxing Day. So I've oh, seen okay. some uh, I've seen some good ones over the years. Yeah, yeah. It was a three three. It was a three three game at Norwich. Probably may have even been the first time I ever went to Sea Town play at Norwich. About seventy nine, eight, seventy nine, something like that. That was pretty good. But yeah, it's always yeah. good to have them um, when that was going. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you and are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match programme each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I remember being Leicester 2 0 in the you know the relegation season and I thought we're gonna turn here. Peralta and Marcus oh. Ben scored and I thought oh, we're gonna turn was, this round now. It was a lovely brilliant goal. Yeah. Peralta's goal was brilliant. I was having a chat to someone about that season because I posted the Sunderland goals from that season. That was uh, I think that was a bit later into December, possibly. That's New Year's Eve, I think, wasn't it? And 29th or something like that, I think. Yeah. yeah. And and what the Charlton bought, game? No, the the Sunderland game, the five one, uh, five nil game, against yeah. in the relegation season. And for for Christmas, we bought my uncle an Ipswich Town book, and I inscribed in the front cover, "No team has ever stayed up having been bottom of the league at Christmas." And uh, um, and it just became very um, well. It was prescient rather than me trying to be. Oh, we've beaten the odds. We were actually the odds beat us. I was um, I was at the Spurs game. It started off when we won. We won two one. Armstrong Armstrong header. Fanini overhead kick overhead and Armstrong kick. header. That was brilliant. Started to snow. I remember on the way back. And then we just went on that mental run, didn't we? Yeah. we weren't like the yeah. only blip in that was the Charlton game, which Charlton, we, which we were two one up. Where we were two, two nil. nil. Marcus you know, really early, twice, didn't he? Yeah. Really. Two nil up really early, and then um, and then we're just picking up points. I remember us going to Derby away and beating them. I think three one. The game that scuppered us that season, I still say, was well, I'm not still saying it's obvious. Was the Southampton game? Yeah, I remember a balding Chris Marsden becoming Lionel Messi <laughs> and just walking through our defence and walking yeah. one in. And then of course the next game up was the one that really did this was what six nil against a frightening Liverpool front three of Heskey. Um, Owen and Anelka. <laughs> Gerrard school that day as well. The Liverpool, game, yeah. the Liverpool game was before the Southampton game, wasn't it? It was Liverpool first. I think it probably was, actually. But the run right, was... Yeah. I think we were softened up. Spurs 2-1, Leicester 2-0, Sunderland 5-0, then Charlton 3-2 defeat. Then yeah. we beat Spurs again at home. The Grill thing. The Grill um, yeah. and Bent. Bent. Derby away, 3-1. Fulham yeah. at home, 1-0. Yeah. Everton away. Matt Holland scored that two long-range one. Screamer. free kick. And then we then we went on a run between the 9th of February, the 11th of May, and only won once more. We beat we got beat six 0 by, by yeah. Liverpool, 
then the three one to Southampton, and then we beat Borough some two months later. Yeah, there was all sorts run. in that. We 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 lost at I remember we lost at, lost at Blackburn. Did we not get yeah. ridiculous we Newcastle. Newcastle, didn't we? Two all. Yeah. Shearer missed a penalty in the last minute, didn't he? He, he drew did. with he... Chelsea at home when we should have beat them as well. I remember Tommy Miller. Oh, and then and then the bloody man you Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, Van Cheetoroy. Yeah. Cheating free um, penalty. Yeah. We so go. we must have gone from bottom of the league to we were twelfth after the Everton game. We must have gone from bottom of the league we to twelfth in the 13th. space of six weeks or something. It was mad. It was yeah. We honestly, we we must. I'd love to see the form table during that time because we must have been top three. Yeah, well, I think must Marcus Bent was player of the month in January or something, wasn't he? <laughs> Seem to recall. Yeah, there you go. What might have been? Well, there's a sliding doors video on the Blue Mono channel if you go looking for that. So there you go. Um, Rod is just going to be drinking away those beers on Boxing Day. There you go. Um, uh, what have we got? Mark, evening to Mark. Just found out the Northern Irish guy in my office is the cousin of our new boss's missus. Maybe I don't. There you go. We were Tenu- asking about tenuous things before. Tenuous. I think that's, uh, that's a good one. Ice one. Uh, need to Tom. Um, first time here. Hello to Tom. Hello, gents. I have enjoyed your stuff on Twitter so far. Merry Christmas all. And to you, Tom. Thanks for joining in. Um, great to have you with us. Um, FPL Tractor, um, it kind of sounded a bit down to me, but that's fine as the great other great managers have too. I guess it doesn't matter what he says to us. It matters what he says to the players, isn't it? And I, a lot of people are exactly. reading a lot into this, maybe. I don't know. No, I'll take I'll take Dower every day of the week if I'll they can get us moving Dower. up the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Who, who think other Dower managers. Kenny Dalgleish was a bit Dower, wasn't he? He wasn't too bad, mm. was he? Burley was a bit Dower, I guess, wasn't he? He was never... Burley, yeah, yeah. Mm. Totally. Yes, yeah, yeah. There you go. Down managers, get them in the chat. Uh, moving on, um, HCH. Um, after giving Cook just 44 games, do you think the new owners will be as quick to get shot of McKenna if it doesn't start no. slash go well? I I mean, we've got a hope HCH. It Can't goes afford, a little bit better. He's Ashton's um, man now, though, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah, get, yeah. he's going to get time and backing. Yeah, you, and yeah. Ashton held on too long, didn't he? Maybe with Lee Johnson, and he gave him a lot of chances at uh, uh, Bristol City. So he, you know, he does give managers time, and he's kind of put all his eggs in this basket. Now he's clearly convinced the ownership group this was the way to go with the younger coach kind of model. So I think he'll get a lot of time. Yeah, I mean, do you think there was a point? Do you think again, a bit like a slightly different, a bit like Hurst, where obviously he had that result against Swans, and we held on another what two or three games, didn't we? I mean, when you're thinking about when Cook went after the Barrow game, so what? First week of December, do you think there was a there should have been a cut off point before then? What in respect to getting rid of Cook? Yeah, I mean a lot of people have been calling for it, haven't they? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I I always I mean it's just going. It, it, it's so you know you you went from almost Wickham, yeah. and then oh, I saw it. Seb was there. You know, the Sunderland away game where okay, we got beat, but it? didn't yeah. deserve it. it. Played really, really well, and then. It's just, it's just, it's just it went weird, didn't it? It's just odd. Yeah. Pick the yeah. really strong side. Well, in between time, pick the really strong side against Oldham at home in the cup, and that was just downhill from there, really, wasn't just it? Negative odd. momentum wasn't there, and really, odd. I think the issue we we had for a long time, and and under Cook as well, which is a surprise. And we talked about this: is the lack of chances we create. We are, we were huh. exceedingly efficient. At scoring the chances that we got at the start of the season. And we've well, always had these seasons where statistically what we're doing is unsustainable. I remember under Mick when we, we did similar, didn't we? We started the 17-18 um, season. We smashed Millwall and a few others and were top of the league mm. after the Charlton friendly where we got Dick 6-0 or whatever it was. Mm. And and we our XG was really low but our goals for was really high. And you kind of thought, well, there'll be a point where the goals dry up. And that's what happened and the, and under cook and it's the same now this is this was the issue against Sunderland we just I mean, don't know how to create chances it is the same I mean, as we said on Sunday didn't we that Bon Bon hasn't scored for nine games mm. but he hasn't had any chances I don't really yeah. see, miss any glaring chances not not many well hardly any not in recent of those nine games not in any of the recent games yeah yeah uh, and that's something to me that McKenna needs to get right needs yeah. to figure out a way of getting this team to create chances whether that's crosses in the box or shots from range or something like that we just don't we don't create enough we don't score enough it's like, it's I mean, like shots, from three range, lines, just, isn't it? shots from range you just don't it's desperate though, isn't it no really? it is desperate but i remember jewel did that when he came in we weren't scoring goals and he when we and then bullard came in and fight we're just shooting and 
some of them go in, don't they? You know. Yeah. I, I think if we can keep Burns fit again, we'll naturally yeah. see yeah. more chances created. You know, we saw what he did on uh, against Sunderland for the first forty-five minutes. He, he broke down the side what two or three times, didn't he? So naturally, you would think the chance creation will go up if we can keep him on the pitch because he's been a hell of a miss. Yeah. And it was good to see him out in, in that video. He was out training, wasn't he? As well, where you know you'd you'd, you'd hope he would be after Saturday, but you never know. But no, that's good to see. Yeah, he's he's really key to us. Um, FBL, uh, yeah, HCH. I think they'll give him longer. Yeah, I think we agree with that. Pablo Canuga. Oh, hello, Siri. Um, <laughs> two great words to shout in the Northern Ireland accent. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but, but there's your practice and snooker. Lamborghini. Snooker. <laughs> snooker. There you go. You've had one from me and one from Dave. There we go. Saved you on a fan- fancy go. <laughs> Waiterbecks, that's always my go-to. Waiterbecks. Northern Waiterbecks. It's, it's like saying curly-whirly in a Scottish accent. Golly, wally. There you go. Golly, Les, came back promising front foot football and playing in the opponent's half. Can't wait to get going. Agree. I think optimism is what we want. And McKenna definitely had a strategy, didn't he? So we just need to realise it. Talked about pressing from the front as well. So, yeah, if that's what we get, um, it bodes well, doesn't it? Um, I FBI think another, tr- good, another good point made, made somewhere on the forum also was you know from his background do we expect to see some perhaps man united youngsters potentially coming in online yeah and i think if you follow luke penning on twitter i think he's already speculating on those so go and give luke a follow fpr tractor standard foot but it's um yeah fever pitch if you haven't i think that's like a rite of passage football book isn't it when you're kind of absolutely yeah of a certain age definitely recommend that as well brilliant um there you go hch Called it. I'm now getting through the comments a bit belatedly. He's the one. There's, there's Oliver. That's the guy. Yeah. Um, that's the book that Pablo was talking about. Dynamo, Defending the Honour of Kiev by Andy okay. Dune. There you go. Never, never heard of that one. There you go. Uh, Jules, Ipswich Scum 4-2. Any re- recollection of that one, Dave? I have, but I think that was at Easter, Jules. Oh. I think that was at Easter, mate. I think that was Easter Monday, 1979, that one. Oh, I don't want to have a... I, uh, I won't go to the internet. Yeah. I'll let you guys debate it. Between I think them. that was Easter Monday, 1979. Okay. I think we'll, we'll get. I we'll think get... it could also have been a a walkie hat trick in there as well. Of a couple of which might have been penalties as well. I'm I'm gonna get the internet up and I will do it. No. I'll do a facial expression. No. Lets you know uh, whether you're right or not. Um, oh come on, blimmin' these cookies thingies just really pissing me off. Um, Oh, we did play. Yeah, we, you're right. We did play them on, on Boxing Day, but it was not for two jewels, I'm afraid. Um, has it a guess at the, the score, Dave? Can you remember? Uh, boxing. So what? Boxing Day, 1970. Goldfest. Not Boxing Day, 19 when? 1979. That's 3-3. Three, three. It was 3-3. Three, three. There you go. That was, yeah. I said earlier, I was at three. the game. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, was too busy. I was too busy looking at the internet. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first. I, that was my first away game at Norwich, yeah. For watching it now, James has um, oh, yeah, pitched cool. us this one. Yeah, Brentford yeah. forget that one. I was, that, I was there that one. That was great. We scored after like a minute. Loved it. We went yeah. up with the league and then because we played early. And then we played at midday, one. didn't we? Yeah, yeah. we were um, so actually we top of the league for yeah. Nick was taking videos in the North Stand, Dave. Um, all those fans, no mask. I still felt Oosh. safe now. All, yeah. So I, that's that's the issue for me. The North Stand at the moment is just yeah, get concourse. out of the concourse and get out. Um, yeah, you know, if the kids would want to jump on around and stuff like that, let, that's fine. Let them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to hang around in there. No. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a difficult one, isn't it? We can't really judge, can we? Um, there we go. Interesting one from HCH. Seb, will Ashton? Do you think Ashton will let McKenna keep Norwood? I think he'll let him play, but I can't see his contract getting renewed given the wage he is supposedly on. You know, we all know he's on quite a, a decent wedge. So, I mean, he's, what, now 31, 32, never really completed more than half the games in a season. Apparently, he's in great shape this year. But, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd imagine that either he'll be renegotiated on a year-by-year deal at a vastly lower rate, and he just might want to move on and, and go elsewhere where he's going to play every single week. Yeah. We need to um we'll do the we'll go for five more minutes or so. So get your final comments, get your Christmas messages, we'll share them, um, get your football books, get your boxing day big wins from days gone by. Um, and we'll put those up and we'll do a kind of a 
blitz through those and then say goodbye. One thing I do need to mention, and we've tweeted about this already, is Shelter's No Home Kit um, campaign. Um, it's I think it's kind of marked on on Boxing Day. Um, notionally, it was supposed to be Boxing Day, and obviously that's been screwed over a little bit. Um, and there's a link here if you want to get involved in that. And effectively, the stat they're, they're quoting is every 90 minutes, 25 households in this country are end up homeless um, for one reason or another. Um, and so this campaign is seeking to get football support for that and raise awareness. So you can get involved. Um, hashtag no home kit. Um, go to Shelter's website or go to the page here, justgiving.com slash campaign slash no home kit and donate there. And on um, Boxing Day, um, even though we've got no game to go to, um, find yourself an away shirt, hence no home kit or a third shirt um, and mark your support that way. So um, definitely worth supporting that, particularly at this time of year, really tough for a lot of families and um yeah, get some um, information there at Shelter's website or follow them on Twitter. I think it's at Shelter Charity on Twitter. Um, elsewhere, in terms of bits and pieces to plug, not much really at the moment. Um, Bloom Monday, itfc.co.uk is where any, anything will be. If we've got anything to say, all of our socials, all of our pod feeds. If you're at a loose end over Christmas and looking for something to, to watch or listen to, we've got a play, playlist of kind of long play videos and specials that we've done. We've obviously got a load, of, a load of archived interviews with Dave speaking to the likes of Pablo and Ray Crawford and many others on there. Um, we've got um, compilation videos. We've got watch-alongs from Wembley 2000. We've got the uh, 8081 retrospective with Dave and Stat is all on there. So go and have a look around our YouTube channel if you're Mate, at a loose end. Who needs, who needs Netflix, for goodness sake? All free of charge. No subscription yeah, Absolutely. Boom. Come on. Yeah, so we get the, the channel that keeps on giving. And who knows, we might put some random stuff on over Christmas as well. If there are games are off, then, you know, we won't do a show for the sake of it. But, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll do a watch-along of me playing Ipswich Town manager game or something like that. I don't know. Um, we will come up with something, I'm sure. Uh, so let's just finish off the comments. MW, intrigued to see how far and how quickly this new high-quality coaching can take League One-level players. Does that worry you guys at all? The mckenna has been used to players who are highly professional, attuned athletes. Do you think he might... You know, Dave, your mate, Glenn Hoddle, I guess, struggled with this when he was a manager, wasn't he? That the players just weren't... Yeah. Well, here's think, here's how you he need to follow it. Volume to, be fair, well. to be fair, though, Glenn Hoddle struggled with it because Glenn Hoddle was just still technically so much better footballer than the than the rest of the players. This is something, obviously, this is something, obviously, you know, different to a, 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 a little bit different. But um, no, you, you'd, you'd think that the players can absorb, you know, absorb his high level coaching and it can only, honestly, only improve them, can't it, surely? Fingers I mean, crossed. well, I mean, the guy, I mean, the credentials that the guy's got is just second to none, isn't it? Goodness me. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm sure he'll be <laughs> he'll be frustrated when you're trying to get, won't name any one of our midfield players to do something that Paul Pogba, Paul Pogba would probably line. do with his eyes shut in training. But yeah. 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 A good coach is a good coach forever. Forever. Seb, um, MW, everyone is jumping at the bit about Bon and Norwood, but what about Chaplin and Bon or Piggott? Chaplin is a championship-level goal scorer. Yeah, it's Chaplin, the kind of the forgotten member of the squad. He though. is, yeah. He was doing well, wasn't he, in that sort of number 10 role. Then he picked up a back strain after the Portsmouth game, I think it was. So he missed a... He sat out for a few. I guess Aluko has now made that sort of advanced midfield role his own after the Sunderland performance. But I, I do like Chaplin. I don't think I'd play him as an out-and-out striker. Um, I guess if you're going to play, you know, Bond up top, then you could have uh, arguably a Luco and, and Chaplin tucked in just behind. Um, and but, but at the moment, Norwood, you know, is the man in form, two goals in two games. So I, I think if he's going to stick with the 3-5-2, it'll be him and Bond up front for the foreseeable. And I'm not sure where that leaves Joe Piggott, to be honest. No. I mean, I'm guessing, you know, at some, at some point, if Bond obviously goes back, if Norwood gets injured, he'll get his chance. But, you know, we're getting towards the end of, end of December now and he's just not really got going at all is he? I know he's had external off the field issues and he's not really had a run in the team but you know for me I, I thought by now he'd sort of maybe start to set out his stall a little bit more than he has Yeah do you guys think that there'll be some big names that arrived in the summer that might be let go in January? 
apart from I'm the not obvious. sure about January, but certainly I think January might be a bit of a clearing of the the deadwood. The likes of maybe you know Nolan can probably move on. Jackson, Kenlock, maybe if he's not going to feature in the in the manager's plans, and we might see two or three arrivals. I guess Coulson might go back to Borough, but then maybe come next summer, especially if we stay down, come next summer. You know, Fraser's been linked with the move to Swansea. Is Sammy Morsey going to want to have two years without Paul Cook in charge in League One? Edmondson might get a few admirers. You know, hopefully he'll stick around. But I guess we yeah. might see a couple of the this year's arrivals and potentially maybe move on in the summer. Yeah, it's going to be an yeah. interesting. I mean, I mean, I think yeah. the goalkeeper is the key as well, isn't he? Yeah, of course, keeping yeah. Morgan. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, watching. I've I've already come in un, under scrutiny on the Blue Monday WhatsApp group for being overly critical of League Two goalkeeper of the season, uh, <laughs> Ladkey. <laughs> Because I've been watching this class of 92 full time on Sky, and every goal they seem to concede. Has, I've got a question mark over Ladkey. I'm sorry, but maybe it's just me and goalkeepers. You know, it's it's a thing now. You know, maybe he just didn't. You know, it it wasn't a good combination with him and um, Keeley. You know, the previous goalkeeper yeah. coach. You know, now yeah. you've got I think the Rene. Yeah. He's now. You know, you know these players form a different rapport with different coaches. He may flourish under him. You just don't know. Yeah. Um, Jules getting the excuse and started drinking Boxing Day. <laughs> so I wouldn't have sobered up by Easter. <laughs> so you could be right. There you go. Um, uh, Harry, oh dear, Jules, Merry Christmas mate. to you. Safe Christmas to you <laughs> as well, Harry. Will, hope everyone's a great holiday period for those like me who have caught COVID at the worst time. Oh, mate. I hope no. you can make the best of a shit situation. I feel Will. free, Will. Yeah, oh, really hang do, in mate. there, Will. Really do, buddy. Oh, hope you get hope you're not struggling with it as well. Get well soon. Skip, best football book has to be Joss's Giants. <laughs> and oh that's you wouldn't remember that, would you? Seven would you remember that, that one? Remember Dave, that written like uh, Seb when he Oh no, I feel like <laughs> if I didn't anyway. What's that about? Do you want to tell us? Um it was about a group of kids. I think that was set in Newcastle, I believe, and that uh, not only was it a book, it was a Kids TV show. It was made into a TV yeah, show. Yeah, it does ring uh, Circa 19... Early 80s, maybe. Okay. I'd say. Maybe. Um, early oh, to mid-80s. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, about yeah, a kids okay, football fine. team. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Jules, is go- Jules is going... Totally wrong here. Wrong question. Wrong answer. I know we lost ten one to Fulham on Boxing Day. There you go. That always comes. That was that. That, that was that mental. That was that mental Boxing Day in nineteen six when there was. Someone says 60, 63, Yeah, when there was like a hundred goals scored in like ten games, wasn't there? That wasn't the most freakiest result. There was like eight falls in there and all sorts going on. Yeah. Uh, Joshua, happy. Um, hope all Ipswich fans have a wonderful Christmas. Enjoy and stay safe. Yeah. FBR tractor and um, beat them 4 That's 1 right. the next. Yeah, there you go. Thumbs yeah. up there. Lots of chat about that. Any gossip about the third coach who they're expecting to bring in soon? Joe's mentioned names, but I always I always hesitate to mention things that Joe tells me on messages because <laughs> it might not be in the public domain. No. Um, but we've not, no appointments have been made. I mean, it was this time last week we were chatting about Kieran McKinnon and about 15 minutes he was about to be confirmed as the manager. So maybe at 9 p.m. we'll get the coach, but I've not heard any names, guys. Um, hasn't one of the coaches left? I think United have hired Man. somebody, haven't they, with the I've same role someone. as, yeah. as somebody yeah, so they there, think which would suggest that leaves the other coach. I did, I do know he, so I won't say it, but yeah, I remember the other it, coach isn't it? Yeah. putting two and two together. He then. shares yeah. a name with um, one of the one of our yep. famous ex managers, doesn't he? Yeah, there you go. Uh, 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 I think there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, Evening to John from John. world-renowned Southwest uh, Supporters John. Branch. Yeah, um, no, good thanks man. for another great... Thank you, John, for all of your support. Yeah, mate. Happy Christmas to all of you. Hopefully um, catch up with you Southwest. soon. I mean, we've John, we've we've had a, a meet-up with the Southwest Supporters Branch. We had a live pod all lined up for Bristol Rovers on the 20th of March or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, we did, tw- didn't 2020. We? And it's, so long overdue a trip down to there. So hopefully... Yeah. 2022 is the year that that happens, John. Um, and there you go. There's, there's. We're showing our ages now. There you just go. Just as giants on TV. Just there you go. Um, so were we defending champions when we lost to Fulham, Dave? Um, Boxing Day 1963. No. 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 That was the season. 61-62. Yeah. We won it, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So this was the. Uh, 62-63, this was 63-64, where ultimately we got relegated. Not surprisingly. Anniversary of, of course, isn't it? Along with the 91-92, the, for the forgotten championship, as 
um, Craig would call it. Uh, Andrew, perhaps we should be not looking, um, perhaps we should not be looking backwards, but how many nope. goals would Norwood would have scored if he'd started all the matches with two up front? Hypothetical, guys. Would we, in, would we, would, would we be better off? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, we we were fairly successful. <laughs> you know, well, I say we were fairly successful. I know Joe has said this time and time again. We were, but in three games, basically, which was called those, what, 14 goals, that glut of goals. Um, yeah, I mean, since, he, since he's been back, you know, the, the the two or three games since we've seen him, you would think, yeah, he would have, yeah, he, with, with two up, we would have created a little bit more, I would have thought. Yeah. That is your lot. I've got no more comments. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to let... Seb and Dave say farewell. I'll give you a last hurrah for any comments, any Christmas wishes. Um, so, uh, uh, Seb, let's start with you. Um, we did this on Sunday on the flagship, but let's do it again because people might not have watched it. I can't believe there are anyone here who hasn't. And obviously, if you're watching and you haven't yet given us a thumbs up, make sure you give us a thumbs up. Simon, Ben, Elliot, they've all given us a thumbs up on Facebook. So do likewise if you're watching on YouTube. Do subscribe, all that fun stuff. But Seb, um, repeat your Christmas message. Maybe make it better, embellish it. You've got a second opportunity now. Send up the Queen. Come on, yeah. Seb. Yeah. Your Christmas Merry address. Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you for the year of watching and subscriptions and thumbs up and donations and everything. Very, very kind. I hope everyone has a great Christmas and a great new year. And hopefully we'll be back soon with uh, some post-match reaction at some point. Here, here, Dave. Ditto. Ditto. Leave it at that. Everyone, for what, thank you um, for joining in. Thank you for your comments, your book recommendations, your Boxing Day memories. Um, we will hopefully be back with some football to talk about before too long. Um, but as the guys have said, have a Merry Christmas, yep. stay safe, and we'll hopefully be chatting about some football very soon. Take care. Enjoy. <laughs>